today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM, FPM3 Marketing, and Vacuuman, who sponsor our program, is with us once again. Hope you had a good week, Adam. I had a great week, Bill. I lost 10 pounds in this heat. I can't tell you how good I feel. It's it's fantastic. That was just getting out of bed this morning, right? I <laughs> <laughs> was just blinking my eyes yesterday alone. You're not still cycling in this weather, are you? I am. I am. Michelle keeps telling me, what are you doing? But you know what? I am. I'm still riding my bike bill that I bought when I worked at CHML like over 26 years ago. And I just keep replacing the tires, replacing the chain. I think I'm going to get one of those new electric modified bikes, but I'm waiting for the new ones to come out that actually integrate with my phone. And they're coming. They're not available in Canada. They're in the UK. But yeah, I'm still out there. You can see me on the rail trail. Oh, yeah. That's why I asked. Uh, slinging away downtown, too. I think you're wearing the same outfit you wore when you worked at CHML 25 years ago, too. But anyway, I digress. Uh, what's going on with uh, with uh, OnlyFans? I know they, they, they put a ban on adult content a while ago. They got a lot of pushback about that, didn't they? Well, they got some pushback, and the reason they did get this pushback was primarily because of the fact of the accounting situation with MasterCard and Visa were more or less saying that we are not going to accept any sexual illicit content that's being posted. So, and this isn't just with OnlyFans, Bill. This is like going across the board. They're very much cracking down on any social platform that is using uh, any kind of sexual illicit material that would be on, particularly when it comes to human trafficking, underage pornography, all of that. Well, OnlyFans has been around since 2016. They've got over 2 million creators, but one of the benefits or things about OnlyFans is the fact that you have to subscribe if you want to follow um, their... So think of it as Instagram, uh, TikTok, but you have to pay a subscription for this. And you can then get these photos or otherwise. Uh, There's many, many people during the COVID pandemic that used uh, this, this base of of uh, social media to create a subsidi- uh, subsidized income, a side hustle, and people were making like two hundred thousand to fifty thousand a month from this. So when they made this announcement that Mastercard is not going to support any payments, OnlyFans uh, creators, which was pretty much a majority of them that were receiving three hundred million dollars a month, were going to be told they weren't making it. Well, that got reversed really quick. I think they realized they were about to be that of the dodo bird, uh, MySpace and Tumblr, and any other social media that tried to lose the sexual illicit content. Anyway, they're putting a lot of elements in place that if you want to be an OnlyFans uh, content creator, you're going to have to submit your your ID, you're going to need to justify and prove who you are, and that's also going to be applicable for those that are going to be subscribing. So OnlyFans is back, Bill, but it's it's a massive platform to go uh, and they had to do this that's a, a scenario that we have to explore we did a little segment on it earlier this week on our program but uh, the number of entrepreneurs because that really that's what they are uh, that have really taken advantage of some of these platforms during the pandemic to uh, to make a little money on the side and, and those industries and those businesses are growing quite nicely thank you very much Absolutely. But, the, the you know, and that's a good point you brought up is that these are entrepreneurs that have started their business using this platform to subsidize their income. Here's my point, And I've said this before on the show with Tech Talk, is that all these social platforms, Facebook, TikTok, OnlyFans, you are at the mercy of these organizations. I mean, that goes for Shopify. It goes for uh, Wix or Squarespace, whatever website platform, if it's cloud based, you are at that mercy 
of that organization. They have the right, all rights, to turn it off and shut it down. So I share this with you, Bill, because there's still this, oh, good, I can do what I want. I can run my business online and I can run effectively and, and literally make an income on this. You are always, always under the scrutiny of politicians with regulations, followed by the platforms in which they operate and they can change. One individual using Shopify as an example made a, was a $100 million business doing t-shirts. And because their t-shirt brand, someone ordered Proud Boys, uh, Shopify shut down that organization. It instantly turned it off. Um, a bakery in, in Saskatchewan got shut down because someone complained on Instagram to Facebook that the bakery was uh, putting artwork of something of racial slurs. And they didn't, but they almost disrupted these businesses. So I share this with you, Bill, that people get this kind of like, maybe I'll do this, but you are really at the mercy of government and these platforms when they're cloud-based. Well, they've been warned. Uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, you mentioned TikTok a couple of minutes ago. They've been pretty busy this week. Man, TikTok is obviously one of the largest platforms that is just continuing to grow, especially with that old, it's actually getting more popular in the older demographic. It's also quite popular when it comes to the female demographic. So TikTok has actually come out with a partnership with Shopify. Their whole plan is influencers uh, that are online and creating little fun videos for everyone to watch are going to be able to now buy product placement. So uh, this is really big. So many, many different videos or, or uh, I would say viral promoted videos that come online. Um, I think we recall there was a little video not too long ago of a guy on a skateboard and Steely Dan music from the 70s. I think it was Dreams. Ended up becoming a Billboard top chart bill. I mean, from just because of TikTok, it was so big and so popular that it, it, it literally was uh, a famous phenomenon. Well, that would now be able through Shopify, um, Ocean Spray would be able to be purchased through this influencer. Um, skateboards that they, that this person uses can now be sold. This is massive for our Canadian little e-commerce company out of Ottawa. This is another growth platform for Shopify. I'm not here to talk about stocks, but this is a great milestone for this company to do and expand and grow as TikTok has now partnered with them. Good news for them. Uh, great news for uh, the little company that grew and continues to grow. Uh, PayPal, if you haven't used your account for a while, you better check it uh, because they're yeah. uh, trying to nick you, aren't they? Well, they're they're trying to make sure that you are actively using it. So PayPal made an announcement that all Canadians, if you've set up a PayPal account, it's going to cost you $20 to reactivate it. Now, this is only due to the fact that we are getting more and more comfortable using credit cards, but PayPal was massive, which by the way, was started by Elon Musk himself, um, sold it off with his 200 million and we know what his story is, but PayPal is going to be encouraging everyone to just sign in, activate your account. You have to do it within a year. If you sign up, you're going to have to pay $20 reactivation fee. I'm assuming that comes with HST. Nothing comes without it. And then yeah. on top of that, uh, just to add the $20 has to come out of your PayPal money. It won't be applied directly to your uh, to your credit card. It will only be applied to your PayPal funds. So just so you know, uh, sign into that PayPal account or it's going to cost you 20 bucks to get it back open. Google has uh, really gone heavily into uh, into trying to protect security and personal privacy here too, uh, and now it's impacting Google Maps. 
Google Maps is now, well, I mean, Google's been under the process and we mentioned this under the Senate of their privacy and how they're protecting. And now they're just more or less turning all of their applications. Last week I talked about Google Chrome has new disclaimer that says, even though it's incognito, you're, we're still going to track you. Well, Google Maps just got an update. You might have noticed you will have the option when you update Google Maps to turn off the privacy setting, the data tracking. Now, what that means, though, is that they won't give you turn-by-turn location. It won't give you the audio of what to turn, what traffic is, because um, it really does use a lot of that data when it tells where traffic backups are, where there's concerns, where to turn left, where to turn right. So Google's turning it off. It will still work, Bill, but the only difference is it will give you a list of where to turn, but will no longer tell you when to turn. So keep that in mind if you want google no longer to track you or have access to where you go you will no longer have that beautiful voice telling you turn left turn around you made the wrong mistake traffic up ahead and make sure to listen to tech talk it's 11 30 on friday <laughs> I, I can't understand why people would turn it off though i mean that's the whole purpose of, of the app isn't it so that you can get exact directions as to where you want to go and where to turn Absolutely. I mean, that's, I, I mean, it's really a catch situation where if people are so concerned about Google having this data, uh, it's really one of those, okay, this is a sacrifice you're going to have to make. It almost goes back to the way you used to get a map, you know, where you looked it up online and then you remember you printed it and it was like MapQuest. Oh, yeah. Literally, yeah. you just have to follow. That's what you're getting if you turn off the data features. All right. Well, we're back to the future, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, Google Maps, what's this about plus codes? This is this is big. And in fact, it kind of like kind of flew under the radar for me. I only realized it this week and Google very much hasn't been talking about it until now. Many different areas in remote locations like Concession Road 3, uh, maybe north northern areas on Aboriginal land uh, don't necessarily have a federal address or a postal code that is easy to mail to or get to for that matter if you're trying to deliver. Well, Google has now in instituted plus codes. Now, when you go to Google Maps, you'll see where you're located. There will be a little blue dot. That blue dot, if you touch it, will give you a plus code. And that is exactly where you are in the world at that time. And it's usually a, a combination of letters and numbers. So XX46, something to that effect. The unique part about that, Bill, is that you can now share that code with anyone in the world and you can now, and they can get there within three meters. So this is very, very important when you're trying to give, you know, uh, say you're delivering a package, for example, um, and it's on a land in a farm field and you no longer have to say, go down to Billy's farm three meters and, you know, uh, turn right at the red tractor and go two kilometers down until you see the barn. This is so specific within three meters. And it's so important as Emergency crews, especially down in Utah, in, in areas that are remote, uh, have been having problems. People, you know, medical emergencies are are very much struggling to find, where am I going? I got a 911 call, Where where is this location? This address is going, I predict possibly, Bill, these addresses could almost replace regular addresses because they're so perfect in every aspect of where we are in the world. Wow, incredible stuff. I'm always amazed, by the way, at some of the medical stuff that you bring onto the program, uh, some of the innovations that are going on that, uh, well, you know, to use your phrase, fly under the radar, but they're, they're fascinating, especially uh, development of uh, like many human organs. 
Well, this has been ongoing in laboratories for this. And again, when I speak about this, I've actually had some people comment after I do these shows, Bill, that say, this doesn't seem right. Why are we, this is like, we're, we're meddling with nature. Uh, science is, is good to a degree, but this is, this is not correct. You know what? I could kind of agree, but let me go over the reasons and what this uh, revolution has caused. So right now, scientists have been able through a biological advancement to create mini brains, little tiny brains. And they have now de determined in the growth of these brains, which have been done through stem cell, uh, uh, going through and creating from bodies of, of stem cell development, um, they've created tiny beating hearts, tear ducts that actually cry like humans. Now they've created little mini brains. And I mean, they're almost to the degree of which are preterm babies, meaning that they are premature, capable of almost thinking but they now have been able to uh duplicate the retinal optic cups so these little brains growing uh in a petri dish for argument's sake now come with eyesight why would we want that bill and this is what i asked the question as i'm reading this and i'm going wow this is revolutionary or is this really scary one of the reasons they're doing this is for uh brain uh, uh disorders uh possibly retinal disorder replacement how scientists can actually see how diseases are impacting without using patients or using live uh, uh lab rats for that argument so this is really an understanding to develop and and determine how to cure these related diseases so as much as i talk about microchip implants and all of these things that are going to help us develop one of the best best ways to do it is you know, uh, kind of make a few versions of it in a Petri dish and you can now run certain tests. So this is a, a massive milestone when it comes to what we're able to grow or develop using stem cell research. If you listen to the program on a regular basis, first of all, thank you. But uh, you know that Adam loves robotics. Uh, <laughs> and so we always have to figure one of these. Uh, you talk about Sophie, the robotic android. But, uh, the, and this company, who is Grace, the human-eyed robot now? Well, Grace is a Hong Kong new robotic. Very actually, it looks very close to Sophie um, when it comes to reactions and eyes and movements and otherwise. But this is gonna Grace is the name of this robotic from Hong Kong is going to revolutionize healthcare. How it is very similar to Sophie. Instead of just having a dialogue with this robotic who is very artificially intelligent, Grace the robotic is assistant to medical doctors. It comes with a thermal camera to detect a patient's temperature. It can check the pulse. It can diagnose illnesses. It can even deliver treatments. It also has the ability as a companion. It speaks Mandarin, English, and Cantonese and can actually use talk therapy in regards to patients. So it, it gives that feeling of a humanoid is speaking, but the idea is not it's a replacement for medical support staff. It's rather to be a support in a way that doctors might be able to assist in the process of helping getting answers for patients. Um, indirectly, this is actually, I think, a great thing because we sit in tri triage, and as I heard, our liberal government's gonna be supporting the medical system in regards to investing. This We might see a lot of graces throughout all of our uh, healthcare programs in, in Canada. I think I have time for one more, and I gotta squeeze this in. Uh because we've talked about, uh, you know, EVs, obviously, and everybody's in committed to this now, all the major, not just, uh, it's not just Elon Musk anymore. Uh, we already know that the, the number one selling vehicle in North America is the Ford F-150 pickup. Uh, and it was a bold move for Ford to say, yeah, you know what, we're going to make a, an F-150 Lightning EV truck. How's that going? 
Well, it went so well that it actually surpassed Ford's expectations. So they predicted 40,000 trucks, thinking this would be a good start. We'll see how it goes, and we'll see how North America accepts it. Well, they've got an order over 80,000 trucks right now. So not only is it currently the number one selling truck, it's already about to surpass the number one selling EV vehicle. And this is really cool, Bill. The Ford uh, Lightning EV truck comes not only with the ability of being obviously electric and having all the carbon emissions and, and environmentally friendly, but the truck is actually a charging unit. You can use it to load up your generator, your power tools, and it becomes not only a heavy lifting uh, a powerhouse, it's now an, uh, a ge power generator for working on construction sites or in farming in it, as an example. Um, this is what Ford is uh, launching and bringing forth that it's going to revolutionize the whole truck industry as i know there's a lot of pushback that they're gas guzzling carbon creating uh, uh horrible redneck machines this ford is jumping on and we can expect to see these trucks within the next few years on the road and, and you mentioned that when you first mentioned this you said they were anticipating maybe forty thousand production and they've already got orders for eighty thousand. so uh it's a winner already isn't it Absolutely. I mean, this has far surpassed their expectations. I mean, just to give a perspective, I know that Elon Musk's uh, Cybertruck uh, has, uh, I, below, I believe, close to about 60,000. And uh, I guess when Ford came out, um, I guess this more or less said everyone is just going to let their deposit go and head over to Ford again. So Ford is, <laughs> is going to be coming fast, and the Cybertruck may not be the next revolution when it comes to electric vehicles on the market. We've got to leave it there. We're just about out of time. Always a pleasure. Uh, this is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1130. Brought to you by Vacuman. Adam Oldfield, uh, thanks again. Have a great week. We'll talk next Friday. Thanks, Bill. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. You, you too. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.